As for my American friend, the CIA thinks it can infiltrate the mountain of Dr. Crud? You can't scare me, you bastard. Take him to Detroit. No! No, not Detroit! No! No, please! Anything with that! No! The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. I'm in uh, Detroit Rock City. Ah, the biggest of all rock cities. I mean, Detroit or Detroit. It's the best rock town. I mean, is there a better uh, one? I don't know. I heard Zion was pretty rocking. Mm, I don't know uh, about that. Didn't but, I heard you disparagingly uh, pronounce Detroit last week or the week before? How did I do that? You said Detroit, 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 right? And I forget it was something. You said something, and they said, watch out. Somebody said, watch out, they're from D- Detroit. And you said, I know they're from Detroit. Some band. I think you were talking about some band. What band were we talking about? I don't know. All right, well, that was then. This is now. Where, where okay. are you? Where, where are you, Ben? I'm up in the, up, up on the third floor of my house, my, my, my childhood home. Oh, yeah? Flatbush. I'm a lord of Flatbush right now. I'm in my nice. mom's house. Flatbush City Limits? Flatbush City Limits. Nutbush City Limits. It's Bob Seger. See, Seager's there is some. Um, I don't He's know if you Detroit. can see. There is some like uh, there are like some uh, uh, drawings on the wall behind me. Those are drawings. Drawings. Is, is that Iron Maiden back there? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> those are my Iron Maiden albums. Those are drawings that you drew when you were a child. I think at least one of them must be mine. They're dr- my mom when we drove across country in the summer of '77. Thereby uh-huh. missing the summer of Sam in New York City. <laughs> right. Uh, Had to get out of there. That trailer bike. Uh, I, I feel like I missed out. I feel like I really missed out. Uh, I missed the blackout. I missed everything. Um, hmm. uh, she gave us all, like, drawing pads and, and, and pastel crayons for us to draw. We drove across country for the summer of 77. Right. And that, that, those were our art supplies. She said, and that, draw, what you, draw what we see. That is the remnant that's, that's, that that's all that's left. Yeah. The summer of drawings. And that Gabe, and my you're... memories of seeing Star Wars in Chicago. But that's oh, right. Thing. Gabe, so you're, uh, where, are you back home? I am back home. Into the... Where else would in... he find such a blank wall? Blank, the blank space behind <laughs> the me. John Oliver show? <laughs> back home. So, Gabe, you've had a pretty good week, huh? How's that Maiden record treating you? Jesus. I can't get enough of it. I mean, the, it's like... Uh, I don't know what it's like because I, I I'm not good with the analogies of. Music I mean, anymore. there's plenty to chew on, so <laughs> you know you should be able to sit with this one for a while before you unlock all of its secrets and plumb all of its depths. I can't listen to it all at once because I just don't. I'm not 
wired like hour, that anymore. It's 90 minutes. <laughs> I, know. I mean, we listened to it the other day in the van, and I, I started to feel bad for Ryan. I was like, this, this is a long record. <laughs> this is a lot of Maiden. A lot of Maiden. What's your favorite yeah. track? Uh, one of the last three. I mean, uh, the parchment. I'm, the parchment is the jam. Parchment's good. That hell on earth is good, and that battle of the Celts, Celts, whatever that is. I, I don't know Celts. the names of them yet. Uh, anything it's, that's nine minutes or more is. I'm a fan already. Just show me the time limit. I'll go to those first. <laughs> I mean, it's shocking when when you come across a song like I forget what song it is, but it's like this is only five minutes. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Yeah, where's the rest? <laughs> I'm really digging their last songs lately. I was thinking of To Tame a Land and uh, Alexander the Great. Yes, I was, thinking really... of, I was thinking of To Tame a Land because this record has a little bit of peace of mind sound to it, in my mind. Hmm. And I was talking with Matt Garcia, our old buddy, and he, he agrees. Uh, he, he's Everybody's digging this. I haven't Matt's, heard one Matt's person say it too. Bad. Oh, yeah, he's, he's down. What about yeah, them? I mean, I, I I even think that this the single, the writing on the wall, in the context of the record, uh, and I hate to be that guy, but you know, within the context of the record, I, I like the song a lot more. Yes, and Adrian and Bruce, uh, they work good together, and, and that's you know. Does Bruce write? Is he written any of the songs on the record? I did think he, it's. Did he write any of this? <laughs> Jesus, did he write any of the songs on this record? Him and Adrian Smith got their credits on a couple, but I think Adrian does the music and Bruce does the, the vocals. I don't know if I saw Bruce doing... Bruce doesn't have time to write anymore. He's flying all over the world, oh, yeah. fencing. But it's The last a great... thing Bruce wants to do is write a fucking Iron Maiden song. I know, but did you think that in 2021 you'd be talking about the latest Maiden album that's 90 minutes long and how great it is? when you were listening to them as a kid? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't think I'd be doing this when I was a kid, so. Yeah. I mean, a podcast this, talking about Maiden albums. Yeah, yeah. He's just changed the name of the podcast to the Maiden podcast. Uh-oh, Ben left. <laughs> Ben's like, I've had enough of this shit. No, 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 I had to close the door. I'm hearing some stuff. There's a lot of people going to be in this house any moment now. Yeah, uh, where are you going to eat? No, no, no. We're doing it here. We're having, we're having our Jewish New Year dinner, Rosh Hashanah. What is? Parents. Oh, what's what's usually what's usually on the table? Challah. My mom's Hala. my mom's homemade challah, and I don't know what the hell else we're eating. That's all that I care about. Actually, I could just eat what is challah? bread. I'll be done. It's a fantastic bread. It's like thick and sweet, and uh, it's just the best. Like Hawaiian bread? Is it like Hawaiian bread? It's kind of a little bit. Yeah. It's more like it's even more cake-like than that. The way my so, mom makes so it. So your anyway. people stole it from the Hawaiians. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's probably a police helicopter. You know, it's like I'm in New it literally is like escape from New York in New York these days. So you're from Flatbush. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was thinking how interesting it is that not only Iron Maiden, but Kanye West also put out a 90-minute album this week. It's like mm-hmm. those two acts are going head-to-head, is it song that, to song. Is it interesting? Have you heard it? Is anybody talking about it? Or are we Most people just... seem to hate it. I listened to it a couple times. I'm a big Kanye fan. This really? This doesn't sound like my... Yeah. I'm Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and uh, 
Jesus, I think the guys, those are, those are fucking The guy's full of shit. Full yeah. of shit. But well, can't well, both can, things be true? You can be a fan of somebody who's completely full of shit. Yes, that's true. That can be <laughs> absolutely true. I, I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, his shenanigans, he's just, he's just a garbage person. He is a garbage Can we all agree person. on that? He's yeah. a fucking garbage person. He, he might have some mental problems, though. I don't give two fucks what his <laughs> mental problems are supposed to be. It's not even like that, dude. It's just you're fucking boring, you know. You, you and your reality show life fucking sucks. Well, this isn't going to make the episode, I'm sure. So <laughs> oh, no, it's going in. But by the way, here we are. It's Monday, and we haven't made any edits to the last episode, so... Uh, yeah, just yeah, when man. People, Throwing just when me under the bus. <laughs> I like. I felt that bad. Say, I, I felt was... bad saying that you used and abused that privilege because I'm I'm totally fine. I love I love recutting it. I think it's a lot of fun. So yes, I think, sorry for throwing you under the bus. I didn't mean it's to. fine. It's fine. I thought the episode was really good. Like you know, after we recorded it, you were like, I don't know about this episode, and that's something that I usually say. And so I was listening to it and. It was pretty good. Like well, you guys, you guys just by yourselves was was I was entertained. Okay, I just feel like if we'd known that we were going to talk to Ryan by ourselves for an hour, I would have been more prepared and probably. If I'd known, too. if I'd right. known that 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 yeah. line never ended, and it was really frustrating. Um, but yeah, that's a good problem to have. You know, people coming up to you wanting to talk and buy stuff. Uh, yeah, obviously, and I feel like an asshole for. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I sure, like you a had other things a to do. Kanye West asshole <laughs> for even bringing it up, but the the line was too big. Said Led Zeppelin. The line was too big. Said Tony Montana. Uh, the line it, was too big. Said. <laughs> I don't know. Who else is good, cokehead? Oh, jeez. The line was too big, said Stevie Metallica. Nicks. Who? <laughs> Stevie Nicks. The line was too big, said Stevie Nicks. <laughs> the line was too big, said Jason Patrick and Jennifer Jason Lee in Rush. Was that the name of that movie? Rush? It was Rush, but that's, that's a movie, man. We're talking about real life right here. Well, I think with Jason Patrick, it might have been real life, too. And Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee, for all I know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's the best Jason Patrick movie? Um, there is an answer. Well, Lost Boys. Mm, that's not it. Rush. Wait, what's mm, the best? That's Jason? not it. There was one Jason Patrick movie that I absolutely loved. I can't remember what it is. You must know it. That must be the one you're thinking of. After Dark, My Sweet. Oh yeah, that's the one. Jim that's Thompson. One. That's, that's like the good only one. good Jim Thompson movie. No, you don't like the Grifters. I don't like the Grifters. Fuck. I don't not like the Grifters. I saw it again recently and i was like oh this isn't so bad but when i saw it at the time i was like fuck john cusack trying to be an adult oh, the grifters is great this is from the 70s no, 80s it's from the 90s 90s 1990 is it 90 or is it 93 oh you can't look up stuff <laughs> i mean i could but who cares yeah whatever fuck. you say 93 i can look it up i think it's 90 or is it 89 it might be 89. It might have come it's out 90. the year before. It's 1990. 90. Okay. 
Uh, but you're right, man. After Dark, My Sweet. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that in forever. I'm excited now. I would like to check that out again. You know who reminds me of Jason Patrick in that era is Billy Zane in that era. And my favorite Billy Zane movie is Dead Calm. And I think Jason Patrick could have played Billy Zane's part in Dead Calm. And it would have been maybe not as good, but still pretty fucking good. I think it would have been better. Billy Zane, man. Mm -mm. No, you don't like Billy Zane, huh? Justine loves Billy Zane. And, And by the way, Justine does not eat blood sausage and beat the dog. <laughs> that was a joke. Justine did not like that the joke. I was go over a lot of people's heads. I was like, this is a joke, but I don't know, man. Well, I you thought she laughing. was a vegetarian. I thought she was a vegetarian. Huh? She is a vegetarian. So when she sits on the floor, she does not eat blood sausage. She does eat a whole jar of mayonnaise when she sits on the floor. Uh, but, you know, she doesn't beat the dog when, while she's doing it. But yeah, I have seen her plow through an entire <laughs> jar of mayonnaise. Wow. Um, you know, the good she stuff. She into those uh, designer mayonnaise, like the Japanese mayonnaise or Duke's mayonnaise, or she just goes for the regular Hellman's? She's old school. You know, old school. Is it Hellman's or Miracle Whip? Hellman's. Just, well, know. if it's Miracle Whip, that's a whole other thing. That's not mayonnaise, right? That's Miracle Whip. Yeah, I think she does Hellman's. <laughs> and sometimes... She'll take a hard-boiled egg and she'll slather it in mayonnaise to get more of the egg thing going on. Um, but uh, but yeah, wow. the other stuff was a joke. Yeah, well, I just I I wasn't laughing because it seemed like a long, elaborate thing that you had maybe like pre-written. I don't want to interrupt you. I wasn't sure where the where it was going to end. I was like, you think I'm you think I'm writing bits for this fucking shit? <laughs> We're gonna have our friend uh, Jeremy, uh, who plays bass in Soul Asylum. Uh, Ryan and Jeremy went to the dispensary. There's a dispensary here in Detroit. It's legal? Big shock, right? Dude, Michigan's a good legal. place to get your stuff because the, 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 the taxes are way lower than Illinois. Your state's the worst when it comes to dispensary prices. Yeah. Really? Not do that I would to... know anything about this. <laughs> I was just there... ask, do, you, do you go to the dispensary a lot? I've, I've been. Are you, a, are you a pothead? <laughs> I never, I never was, but it probably these days people would. So, claim. are there people like driving from Chicago to Michigan and back to to uh, divert the taxes on this stuff? I doubt. It- well, maybe. I, I think in Wisconsin, we now have to figure out where do we want to go, Illinois or Michigan, and Michigan's the clear winner. But it is further away, at least from where I live in Wisconsin. You got some good dispensaries in Madison? No, we don't. No, Wisconsin doesn't have. Wisconsin is not a legal state. It isn't. No. It'll be a while. So how many? Because we've got this horrible Republican legislature that says no to everything. No masks. What's that that fucker's name? What's that asshole's name? You're thinking of the old governor. You're not thinking of the old governor. Yeah, I am. You're thinking of the old governor, Scott Walker. Oh, Scott Scott Walker. Walker. That's what I'm thinking. How dare that guy? Well, he's out. Deface the name Scott Walker with his shenanigans. Is there another Skywalker? Yes, there is. A musician. Yes, there is. And this episode is probably going to end with a Skywalker song. Thanks. The Walker Brothers. Thanks a lot. The Walker Brothers. But also his solo stuff is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's one of the... You should listen to his solo stuff, Gabe. It's one of the most 
It's one of the craziest 180s I can think of, of a musician. Like, he makes these weird noise, gothy records for 4AD. And, like, he was kind of like a, you know, a, he was in a boy band in the 60s, basically, right? The Walker but there's Brothers this, kind yes, of boy band The Walker Brothers were, yeah. Uh, you've lost that love and feeling, I think. That, no, that's Righteous Brothers. But the Walker Brothers. But they do sound like the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But there's a sweet spot with Scott Walker where he was like halfway out the door of the Walker mm-hmm. Brothers and he wasn't, and, and he did this song. The sun ain't and, gonna shine. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. Did you ever see that movie Bronson? I did see Bronson, yeah. They used you like the name, that? I do. Okay. I'm a Lars Van Trier, Von Trier guy. I That's like not Lars Von Trier. I mean, not Lars Von Trier. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, sorry. Same yes. three, three name motherfucker. He can be tough, you though. You three-name motherfucker. Uh, I love this stuff, sh- man. Did yeah, you watch his TV, his TV show? show. Now, that was tough to watch, but I watched Pretty it. Pretty fucking cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's a TV show where you literally think, I don't. I think I'm just watching a still image for like an hour. Right. There's no reason for this to exist <laughs> other than this guy loves this shot. It was, uh, yeah, slow. Yeah. To put and then it when mildly. it wasn't slow, it was frequently insanely violent and, and really nasty. You mean like like one of his movies? Yes. Yeah. That's what the guy does. Have you ever seen Drive, Gabe? Oh, who's in that movie? Ryan uh, Gosling. Alicia Silverstone? The Dream Alicia Silverstone? Is she in there? Uh, no. Albert Brooks. <laughs> Albert <laughs> Brooks. Oh, my God. Albert Brooks in Drive. How could he have not won an Oscar for that? What the hell is going on with people? Yeah. Uh-oh. Gabe, don't, don't mute yourself. No, I didn't mute. I hit the button mute, but I didn't say anything either. So you're too quick to, to, <laughs> to a mess around with my... No, I was, trying to, I was checking stuff out on my screen while we're talking, but that's all right. So We fixed, we fixed the real problems. The real problem? Oh, the, problem. Yeah, the, other, the other problems. So uh, the, you're almost done with the solo sound, like almost done with the solo sound stuff. We shouldn't even be here right now. We we didn't have. We weren't going to play Detroit and Grand Rapids, um, but uh, but when that first week got canceled, we um, decided to jump on these shows, make up for lost time. Yeah, last night we were in. In well, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I f- think I felt—I I think I almost felt normal last night. Like it was almost felt like a real show. It was strange. Does anybody else hear that ringing? Is that some crickets? Me? It's crickets. Oh, that's on my end. Yeah. Is it cicadas? Yeah. Cicadas? Really? Yeah. Is it cicadas? I don't know how you say it. I think it's cicadas. Cicadas. Like Celt. <laughs> or salt. So you think no, if, you're Celtic Boston, Frost, if you're in Boston, if you're in Boston, you say the Celtics. Right? You do. Boston, right. say the Celtics, but it's with Celtic metal. Frost, but the Boston Celtics. No, no, it's, it's Celtic is Frost. It Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost? I, I grew up with Celtic Frost, but I did too. Celtic Frost. Some people have turned a corner and started calling them Celtic Frost. Who turns know. a corner on Celtic Frost? I think I think our buddy Matt calls them Celtic Frost, but we grew up thinking they were Celtic Frost. I, I don't Fucking know. Matt needs to <laughs> check himself because he said. He's the one who told me about Celtic Frost. He never said, oh, I love the guitar solos in Celtic Frost. He didn't, he didn't do that. <laughs> but they will make the playlist for this episode. we got to get Matt on here one of these days. 
You think he'd come on, or is he just like, nah, I don't uh, want to do it. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't want anything <laughs> to do with you, Scott Lucas. No, I think it's more of the other, more of the former, where he doesn't like the sound of his own voice. Nobody but, does. Well, nobody does. Nobody likes the sound of Matt's voice. <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke? Because I laughed. Thank you. I mean, you know, I, if I make a joke and you don't laugh, did I make a joke? It's a good question. It is. Great question. It, it's one of the eternal questions. I heard you played Mellow two nights in a row. Everyone's excited. Is that, I, gonna, is that we a We haven't played it set? two nights in a row, but I, I do like playing that song. We, we played it last night. Um, it's not always the easiest one to, to play. If the monitors aren't good, I can't hear my voice and singing that low. But yeah, it's good. And, you know, I haven't lost my voice on this tour because there's so many days off. Uh, so that's one good thing. Um, well, Ryan was saying you've been losing your voice at the merch table. He thinks I lose my voice at the merch table. I don't know. I don't think so. I, maybe he's right. Maybe he knows more about it than I do. But I, I, I just feel like it's just because of the, the show. I mean, what do you think, Gabe? Like if, if I didn't sell merch and just sat there and shut up after the show, maybe it'd be better. It's you're possible. not. You're not like yelling at people to to you know, give me your money or shut the hell up or whatever. I mean, you're just talking to people and it's between bands, right? Yeah. He might have a point. He might have a point, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth not selling our own merch. Um, I hear some lead singers talk all the time about how they are really careful on the road with their voice about not talking a lot before and after shows and saving their voice for the shows. Have you ever like tried to do that? Like, yeah, Keep well, I, I don't talk a lot at all. Like when I wake up and get in the van, and, and this is probably one of the things about being in the van with me that's really tough for Ryan is, you know, like, you know, I'll, I won't say anything for hours um, because it, it sounds worse than it sounds right now. And, you know, it's really low and it's hard to talk, you know, when, when you hear the sounds of the, the road and the van and all that kind of shit. Um, so I think he'd probably enjoy it if there was somebody actually to talk to. Now, Gabe, have you ever seen Lords of Flatbush? It's no. Ben's favorite movie. I saw Lord of the Flies, but not Lord of Flatbush. Pretty you saw Lord movie. of the Flies? I think I did. I, I don't know. Maybe. That was just a one-liner from Gabe. You know, <laughs> I might have seen it. I, I, I saw Lord of Illusion, but uh, I don't know. Oh, God, Lord of Illusion. But Lords of Flatbush has Henry Winkler, Sylvester Stallone. Perry King. What's, Perry King, right. Oh, wasn't he in Melrose Place? Because Gabe's no. a huge Melrose Place fan. No, I don't think so. You're a big Melrose Place fan. Well, I was, but I don't think... I would remember the name Perry King. But would I, you have remembered Perry King? I'm, You're I'm thinking of Luke up. Perry. No, that's 912350. <laughs> oh, right, I'm sorry. I was thinking. Or am I thinking of Andrew Shue? You're thinking Andrew Shue. Perry King was not in Marvel's What place. was Perry King in? Come on. Gabe's the producer in this episode. <sighs> Perry King was on some Fox show, and I know that for a fact. What year? Just look up Perry King. I got him. I got him right here. Without a trace, no. Is it in the 90s? Will and Grace. No. Perry King would have been in something in the 90s. A Fox drama. Oh, he was in, in Merrill's Place. Hold on. Aha! 
<laughs> Scott, how much Melrose Place did you watch back in the day? I didn't watch Melrose Place, but Gabe loved it and watched we, it every week. Him and Joe were yeah, like... We'd, We'd order Pizza House, get the fries <laughs> and a deep a deep dish pizza with fries, bring it to my house, and we'd watch Melrose Place and now 2 and 0, back to back. Yeah, that, that's when I started getting phased out of the relationship. Well, you must have had some orange crush at those parties. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't wait to bring the orange crush back, could you? Uh, he, it's <laughs> been a while. His, ti- his timing was perfect. <laughs> but yeah, you would watch that shit. Um, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. That was, it was good. It. it was good teen drama. Speaking of teen drama, I, I did watch. Melrose Place know. wasn't teen drama. Melrose Place. Yes, it was. Twenty it was. somethings. No, the kids who watched Now Two and All were the teen drama people, but they just carried on and watched them after that. Like no, the, no, 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 no. Yes, no, 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 no. it was. I'm right after it. Oh, is teenagers, but Melrose Place is adults. Yeah, but the same people who watched Now Two and All watched Melrose Place. That's why I say the teen. They shouldn't have. You should. <laughs> you should just watch one or the other. You can watch both. Oh my god, it was none of it was good. It was all terrible. It was garbage. TV that, was garbage. Yeah, but it was some of the worst TV is the best TV. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't I, go for that. No, yes, can't I, do. <laughs> I do I go for that. I don't agree with guilty pleasures i don't agree with so bad it's good i don't fucking go for that like i was arguing with perner last night big surprise dave perner and he's never seen risky business and i think risky business is one of the five best movies of the 80s and he's like oh whatever your guilty pleasures and i'm like no it's not a guilty pleasure it's a great that's nobody's guilty fucking movie that's just a it's a great pleasure. fucking movie yeah. and i will die on that hill that it's but one nobody, of the best nobody but Dave Perner. I don't think he's ever made that argument. Everyone can. <laughs> I don't think Dave Perner has seen Risky Business. Right, Gabe. How about you? I just don't like that song, uh, "Old Time Rock and Roll" by Bob hey, Seger. So I won't watch hey, it. Hey, I'm in Detroit. <laughs> don't talk shit about Bob Seger while I'm in Detroit. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk shit about Kid Rock though. And good. Listen to this. Fuck I'm that guy a- too. Him and Kanye I- can take a flaming fucking. <laughs> Is De- shit is, off of a. Oh, is Kiss yeah. is Kiss from Detroit? No, the, no, they're no? just really big in Detroit. Kiss is from okay. New York. I made a bold statement yesterday when I was talking to my, our buddy Matt. I said, I said, all this. right, this is going to be good. Listen, to this. I said this. I said, Kiss is the insane clown posse of the seventies. Okay, is that? Would you agree with that? It's not. It's not as bold as you think it is. It's bold. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. I, I, if you say Kiss sucks, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, but most people would say, hold on a second, Kiss came first. You know, you can't say that. Well, you didn't say that Insane Clown Posse came first. You just said that Kiss is the Insane Clown Posse of the 70s? Okay, I so mean, you not- could say Insane Clown Posse is the Kiss of the... No, no, no. It doesn't get the death. same... It doesn't give the same uh, whatever I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss made movies, too. Kiss meets the Phantom. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I, I mean, you DJ agree with that? Pooter you agree? Wasn't it? <laughs> Talking about bands that none of us like, uh, I made the mistake of putting a Doors song at the end of last week's episode. Yeah, promptly removed, which is fine. But is that I, I, is that right? You don't like the Doors? I don't like the Doors. Can't happen, man. I well, okay, because you don't like the Doors. That's right. I okay. don't like the Doors. I did see the Doors movie with you. Well. 
I saw everything that Oliver Stone put out back then. And you didn't Did hate you guys it? watch the Val Kilmer documentary? I watched that last night here in Brooklyn. Is it good? No. I, I mean, I watched Tombstone the other night, so that's about as. That teaches me about all I need to know about Val Kilmer is watching Tombstone. Uh, I got a well, lot it's of interesting. Gabe, I got a lot of friends. Well, I don't. Yeah, Gabe, you cannot watch the Val Kilmer documentary because he has got he got one of those tracheotomies and he talks really with that voice box now. Yeah. What? How's that possible? So that's so that's interesting if you want to see that. But Gabe, it's going to freak you out. So be careful. Just don't eat Trigger pizza. Warning. Don't eat pizza while you're <laughs> watching it. Um, so, uh, did he talk about his Heat sequel that he wants to make? No. Have you By the way, the did you know what he was doing for the few years before he had cancer and lost his voice? No. He he wrote a Mark Twain biography screenplay, and in order wow. to finance this Mark Twain movie where he was going to star as Mark Twain, he would tour the country doing a one-man stage show wow. production. Wow. Val Kilmer's Mark Twain, and we see footage of that. He's got all this makeup on. It's a real fucking hot mess, but wow, that's wow. where Val Kilmer was at. Fucking Val Kilmer. Jesus. What was I going to say? And there's one good scene where he's arguing with John Frankenheimer on the set of uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yeah? Well, there's that documentary about making that movie. Did they just take a shot from that? No. So if you've seen Because the that whole basis of this Val Kilmer documentary... Yeah, I've seen that. But the whole basis of this Val Kilmer documentary is that Val Kilmer, for his whole life, walked around with a video camera videotaping stuff. That's all oh, he yeah. did was tape himself. So he's like... Salil Moonfry, yes. Funky Brewster. He's the, yes. Sol- he's the Salil Moonfry of the eighties and nineties. <laughs> right, right. She's the Salil Salil Moonfry of the eighties and nineties. Don't tell Val Kilmer that. I wonder who's older. Oh, you you saw Heat with me, Gabe? Right. Is that with Al Pacino? Yes. <laughs> I saw it. There's, Did you I like said, Heat? It was a good movie. That. I saw all those. I, saw, I mean, I, I think I liked it, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. No, you got to watch it again. There was a time there when I thought Heat might be the best movie ever made. That he ever made or ever made? Heat was the best movie ever made. You thought I, that? I thought that. I would get into. This was like. This was slightly after the period when I would say that Babe Pig in the City was the best movie ever made. <laughs> I'm with you more on Babe than Heat. Yeah. I I think... I mean, they're both great. Heat is so fucking good. And people are still ripping it off. It's 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 terrific. I gotta see Babe. I don't remember seeing that as a, when I was younger. Babe. You know it's you, Babe. You know, my brothers used to sing that song to me when I was a kid. And they would, instead of saying Babe, they would say Gabe. And I've hated that song ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, I'm leaving. I must be on my way. You know it's you, Gabe. Whenever I'm alone and I need cheering up, feel like giving up. Gabe, it's true. No. Gabe, I love you. Look at it. <laughs> You can't take so Scott, you've been traveling all over the southern <laughs> United States. What what have you discovered is the least uh, COVID protective state in the Union these days? Illinois. <laughs> 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 Fucking Aurora. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, 
it was really weird being in Texas because I've missed Texas and I love Texas. But as we were leaving, yeah, they dropped that awesome new law, and I was so torn. I was like, "Fuck Texas!" Like Texas is a great state, and I'm totally respect their right to be all freedom, freedom, freedom. But Texas ain't about freedom. Texas is about freedom for a few people, white fucking men. And then everybody else can fuck off. So Texas, you break my heart. You, you know, it, it, it really sucks. But, you know, it's like any place. It's not people are like, let's, let's boycott Texas. It's like it's not all those people. It's just fuck the guys that are in charge in Texas. Those guys can fuck right off with Kanye West, Kiss, <laughs> and Val Kilmer. No, Val Kilmer's fine. Who did we say could fuck off earlier? Oh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock's at the top <laughs> of the list. Wouldn't it be great to just get rid of all those people? I mean, okay, all right. I know what this sounds like. I know what you're going to say, Ben. I don't know. What am but I hear say? me out. All right. Uh, you know, and you wrote it, this in advance? No, no, no. When is that what you think? You think I wrote that bit? No, you do. Well, I don't. Here, let me get. Let me get it here. <laughs> Man, Go ahead. I'm those, sorry. Where are those guys? No, I had nothing to say. I was gonna. Oh. I was gonna make a Hitler joke. Oh, okay. Because get rid of those people. Get it. Right. And yeah. I thought you were getting your hackles up over there, like going. Oh, hold on now. Hold on. Hey, it's Rosh Hashanah. God damn it. Right, exactly. I thought we could talk about that. Uh, so, those guys must really be having a great time. They're probably at the dispensary. Walk in. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, they're gonna walk in like Cheech and Chong. Well, they're gonna be having if they've gone to dispensaries in Illinois, or at least I'm sure Ryan has. They're gonna be yeah, their minds are did. gonna be blown at the prices in Michigan. Yeah, we can talk to Ryan about that. Um, and you know what? I, I'm really excited about to talk about with Jeremy is. Jeremy was in an emo band, so maybe we can oh, finally he's figure gonna out. Explain it all to us. Yeah, maybe we can finally. We'll find out if he thinks Jehu is emo. What was his emo band? It was a band called. Uh, well, he was in a band called Attention, and he was in this band called Gratitude. And I think Gratitude was the emo band, and they were on Atlantic. Gabe's looking it up. Gabe probably knows Gratitude. No, I know attitude, but not gratitude. You got some fucking gratitude. <laughs> I have to guess I gotta look them up. Gratitude band, right? It's the only way that to find hot it. snakes thing that we did with Ryan that we got me listening to that hot snakes album. What do you think? I like a lot. Love yeah. it. Like it a lot. But it also made me wonder. It reminded me in some weird way, and I don't exactly know how to explain it, except maybe you guys talk about stuff being mathy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever get into this band, Pedro the Lion? I wouldn't say I got into them, but I'm aware of them. Were they kind of mathy? In a weird way, I feel like there is some of that. Some of the sort of, yeah. Not not, I mean, not really think... with the drumming, but the guitar playing is, mm. has some of that. Yeah. I mean, those guys are definitely emo, right? See, I don't I know. I think so. I think they're on the list of emo uh, staples. Whatever. What'd you, you find them. out about Gratitude, Gabe? Uh, <clears throat> a couple of the guys from Gratitude were in a band called Crumb and the Get Up Kids. So that yes. doesn't sound emo. <laughs> yeah. 
Get Up Kids is very emo, right? Oh, really? And, and they toured with Jimmy World and did the Warp Tour. So yeah, oh, they yeah. they they're they're right there. They're hitting all the buckets or the what do you call it? I don't know the, what you call it. They're ticking all the boxes. Yes, hitting all the buckets, ticking all the boxes. Crumb <laughs> <laughs> and circus. What the, what was the other band? Uh, get some up, kind of Get, get up, up Kids, kids. but. Uh, I just looked up Gratitude Band. Who, who am I looking up? I, I see Mark Weinberg, Thomas Becker, Bob Jeremy, Lindsay. I don't see anything about you. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Tapero. Tapero, that's him. Okay. Tapero, yeah. So maybe maybe we should check them out. They got an album on Atlantic Records, self-titled. Yeah. 2000, 2005. I don't know. I, I, I think I had my fill of emo my in my lifetime. I don't, I'm not. I don't have room for more. Come so on. Jimmy Eat World is emo. They're in that. Jimmy Eat World is emo, and they went on tour with Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Gratitude. I'll, I'll check them out. I'll write it down. Well, you know, Triple Fast Action was on an emo label for a second there. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll I'll check out Gratitude before I get to the replacements. <laughs> you know what? You're not. You're only doing yourself a disservice. I mean, you, you know, you, you can yeah, laugh at us all you want, but I mean, it's like you're only fucking yourself out. out I listened. I listened to something. It was a it was a seven inch, and it was early replacement. Somebody sent me something off off the cuff and say, said, yeah, check somebody this sent out. you a replacement seven I inch. Sent you, I posted it on Facebook for you. Uh, uh, I hate music. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> was that you who did that? I thought it was John Oaks. Sent me something. He said, "Gabe, you well, got to try this because he knows what I like more than sure. more than Ben does." Well, that's for sure. <laughs> Everybody and he, would. And he said, "Check this out." And it sounded like Early Descendants. Hmm. It wasn't bad. Yeah. They're All about right, to Gabe. That first album as a big box set. You should check that out. We need to fucking bury the finish. lead, Gabe. Right. What's that? You're crumbling. No. You're crumbling. <laughs> You, oh can't give, you can't. You can't. You can't tell them. Episode out with this. I mean, I'm crumbling. You just crumbled. Who are you? You said it wasn't bad. You said the replacement. That's not a wasn't crumble. Bad. That's that's an admission oh of, my God. of of the, I, the I, fact. I can't believe you caved. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I can't win. It's amazing to me. <laughs> it's like, oh my 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 faith is shattered. My 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 world. My world feels rocked right now. You can't have it both ways. You can't cut me down for not listening to him and then cut me down for listening to him. Well, I just never but thought you'd listen to it. No, one of, one it, of the yeah. other. And on top of that, I never thought you'd actually say it's not bad. Yeah. Sounds like the Descendants. Oh, my. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabe, what is it? Growing up in Zion, like you heard Minneapolis and you're like, oh, that's a different town. Fuck them. Because <laughs> you, no. you got a bad attitude about the whole Minneapolis scene. Gabe's, the, it's the Gabe's a goddamn fault. regionalist, is what he it's is. The right. I mean, have you fault. not heard him talk about Mexican food? No, no, no. The Goo Goo <laughs> Dolls are from fucking like Albany. They're from New Buffalo. York. They're, they're from Buffalo. From Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. But their influence Sorry. is the replacements. So I just put Clearly. one and two together, and I said, if you're if the Goo Goo Dolls are, are influenced by the replacements, I'm not going to like them. That's just what I. That's how I put my logic together. Yes, but uh, live that's is influenced by logic. REM. And, you know, <laughs> let's not blame R.E.M. for fucking live. I get your point. but That's I not cool. Listen, I said that the 7-inch, whatever was sent to me, was sounded pretty good, and it was Descendants-like. And what was the name of the song? 
I think it was called I Hate Music or I Hate Work or whatever it was. I don't remember. What was it, Ben? It wasn't Kids oh, Don't well. Follow. They put it, they it. recently they recently made a video for I Hate Music after all these years. You don't like Bastards of Young, Gabe? Never heard of it. What is it? Let me look at it's my text. It's a great song. How can you not like it? It's also in B. Just like Surrender. Hey, Scott, remember I told you there's a Song Exploder podcast where Rick Nielsen yes. talks all about Surrender? Did you listen to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listened to it again. It's good. You should listen to it. It's fun. What happened? We can't hear that. It's not pointing in the yeah, right direction. We heard it for a second, and then it like... There it oh, is. There we go. The Google Dog? Shut your, shut your dirty warm mouth. Here comes the chorus for you, buddy. Oh, you know what? They got. I know you're a big fan of woes, and there's a really good woe at the end of this. Now it's too sloppy for Gabe. No, no, no. I don't mind. You, right? I don't mind. I don't mind sloppy pop, but. That sounded like the Google Dolls, <sighs> didn't it? No, don't do, don't don't do that. All right. It's not a nice thing to do. That's like saying Iron Maiden sounds like Queensrÿch Extreme. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where I are these it. fuckers? They might not come back. When you send people out on a beer run or a, 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 a dispensary run, you don't put them on a, on a clock. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> the fact that they come back is probably just, you know, <laughs> a bonus. I guess this episode could be called Waiting for Jeremy and Ryan. Yeah, well, I'll I'll share some behind the making of the sausage where I said, okay, I could probably do this episode at like Blood 4 sausage? o'clock today, or I could probably okay, do this episode happened? at 10 o'clock tonight. I thought... I, I, and Scott I, said, let's do the 4 o'clock. I said, okay, you don't want to do it later? He goes, well, I'll be a lot less drunk at 4 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> it is our day off, and I... I uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want another drunken road report. Having said that, I'm going to get a beer. Oh, my. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Uh, it's empty. Oh. They, uh, so wait, so 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 is your time at home after Soul Asylum before you go out on your headlining tour? Is that when you have a couple days off? We got a couple days off after Grand Rapids, I think. And then uh, they're still at the dispensary. Uh I'm impressed that the dispensary's open on Labor Day. 
They stay Is open on the holidays. Today? These are big days for these kind of places. Yeah. You know, the, you know. Um, so we, we, we play Grand Rapids. We got a few days off. And then we play a few more shows with the Soul Asylums. Uh, and those dates are in, in Barnato, at the Barnato in Omaha. Barnado, B A R N A T O. Is, would you say that's Barnado or Barnado? Barnado. Okay, we'll we'll be playing as good as dead at that show. Um, and then we've got a show in Cleveland Heights, show in Oshkosh, and then we've got a few days off, and then that starts with Radke. Um, I was going to ask you because it came up a little bit, maybe last week, the week before, about. Uh, I think it must have been last week, playing pranks, bands playing pranks on each other mm-hmm. the last night of a tour. Yeah. And uh, somebody, and oh, Silverchair sent out male strippers to your set. Right. Yes. My friend Mike Lustig from Ruth Ruth always had this really funny story about they were touring with that band Sponge, I think. Uh-huh. And they, uh, and that dude would like play without a shirt on for most of his shows. Uh-huh. Vinny? And last... Is that his name? What was his name? Vinny? They're from Maybe. Detroit, too. So... Oh. Well, it's good that we talk about this. Okay. And they ran out... Ruth Ruth ran out on stage and sprayed him down with whipped cream during his set. But it was, okay. like, cheap whipped cream, which is made from, like, pig lard or whatever. <laughs> and so under the hot lights, it almost immediately began to get rancid and smell awful. And then this guy smelled awful for the rest of the night. And it was, like, a disastrous sort of uh, prank that, like, never stopped pranking. Getting bad. Yeah. Oh, so what's the best prank you were ever involved with great, last night? Great question, Ben Reiser. Um, I don't know. Gay, what was the best prank? I mean, it, it, it's... There's the obvious ones, the easy ones, like, um, you know, putting a bunch of talcum powder on the drummer's snare so when they hit it, it just like, <laughs> yeah. comes in their face. <laughs> or you put a bunch of talcum powder in the, in the hi-hat, um, smearing chocolate all over the microphone <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes people feel weird. Uh, sometimes I put hot sauce in the microphone. Um, Gabe, anything? What was the best prank? Uh, I mean, what Silverchair got us male strippers in San Francisco, just perfect, sweet. And then what did we do? I like all I could come up with was I got a chair, went out on stage and ate a banana. It was terrible. I think Joe did. Yeah, Joe did some backflips or something. But the the we dressed up (laughs) as clowns. On the STP tour, we dressed up as clowns and bum rushers. Came out during Big Bang Baby. Yeah. Right. Their Red and, Cross uh, cover, you mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's a good one. If you're going to rip the, off it's Red my Cross. Favorite, yeah, it's my favorite STP song because it's, it's like, a great wait, song. What, when did Red Cross get on the radio this week? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, We must have done something funny. I mean... W- <laughs> We had like, you got to up Rick your and, game. You got to come up with something between now and the end of the Soul Asylum tour. Well, we're going to start playing Runaway Train during our set. They don't know oh, about okay. that yet, oh. so so we're going to start doing that in a couple of days. Um, well, we used to take Rick Ness's guitar rig and and run it through our pedal board. 
So he'd be playing, and we'd put the delay on, and he couldn't figure out why this was happening. So this went on for oh, quite a few songs. And then he realized what was happening and completely unplugged everything. And he wasn't happy. He did not like our, he did not like the pranks. Rick Ness was not a fan. From Fig Dish, you're talking about? From Fig Dish. And then we, <laughs> we caught him drinking Zima one night with, with uh, some lady friend of his in his hotel. And uh, so that never ended. Like we would like put like Zima cutouts on stage, uh, put bottles of Zima on his amps. Like the Zima hazing of Rick Ness was ongoing until, yeah, I mean, we basically drove him out of rock music. (laughs) Sorry, Rick Ness. Was he part of that night when you played the Unleash the Kraken demo at the Metro before the show? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he was not happy. He was setting his stuff up, and we played uh, Thick Dish's old demo called Unleash the Kraken. And he's sitting there, and I was playing it from the, the, the sound booth out front at Metro, and you could see his head go up, you know, like a deer. And then he just stopped what he was doing, walked out, walked into the thing, grabbed the CD and like busted it right in front of my face and just said, that's that. And went back up and started like, you know. Wow. Yeah, Rick did not suffer me. (laughs) Forgot about that one. Yeah, no, you didn't, you brought it up. I just remembered it. And while I'm thinking of Figdish and that tour, I was thinking about the bunny suit back in the day. But that's not really that funny unless you were there. The bunny like, suit. So Wes yeah. would come out in the bunny suit and, and they'd do like who covers. With Figdish, right? Right. And he'd be playing a double neck guitar. Would he play the double neck? <laughs> Rick, Ness would play, Rick Ness had a double neck <laughs> for when shirts get tight. I think he used it on Bend as well. But yeah, I don't know where the bunny suit came from. I think Figdish bought the bunny suit because Will, Mike Willison might have bought the bunny suit. And he bought it specifically because they knew Wes would wear it. <laughs> I mean, Wes was always either, you know, wearing bunny suits or taking his clothes off. You know, it was like it was one of the two. We got to get Wes on here. Wes isn't coming on here. Why Wes not? won't do it. What, what's the problem? He's Wes he's, kid. He says he's afraid. He doesn't want to talk about streaking and wearing. Well, he, he, he's not gonna, he's got kids. We're not going to have Herb on there exposing all his secrets. We're just going to be us. I know. I would love nothing more than to have Wes kid on. Give him show. full. Give him full edit control, and then he might do it. Maybe. Listen, if Wes doesn't want to come on the show, fuck Wes kid. I no, don't need him on the show. He wants to be enticed. He wants to be. Do the dance. Romance? Yes. (laughs) I did the dance. I did the dance with him already. And it was was demeaning to have to do the dance. Come on, Wes. Come on. I don't know. I don't like Gabe's on the show. He's like, oh, well, that makes me even more scared. He's scared of you. No, he's not. That's what he he says. says, No, he says that. All right. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up the text from Wes, and I will read it to you. Because Has he been the only no that you've gotten so far? Or the only hard one? <laughs> I talked to uh, uh, the, the guitar tech for Soul Asylum last night. 
uh, I talked to Kyle, and I asked, "Hey, you want to do this?" He's like, "Nope." So yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. Uh, okay, here, here I Wes just talked to Agnello the other day for this shitty podcast I started with Gabe. You came up. It was the John and Yellow episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his response was here. <laughs> his response was Rodriguez and Lucas kick ass. I'm a little afraid. My response to him want to come on the show this week and talk about being a lifer. And then his response, that's way more frightening. I'm not much of a lifer. I'll listen and see if my fear is justified. <laughs> and I said, eh, you're no fun. Correct, he says. Basically, he never came back and said, oh, sounds cool, I'll do it. So, it's not gonna, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I what? just don't think you've chased him down enough. I'm not suggesting that you do, but I'm just saying, looked like there was, you dropped the ball. I don't know. Uh-oh. I mean, uh, there's, you know, there's, I've been booed, I've been booed on stage before by one person and one person only. You know who that person was? West Kid. West, West, West Kid. Kid. He booed so why, I, did he, why did he boo you? Because he thought it'd be funny. <laughs> what about Johnny Polanski? Did he boo it was you? Funny. <laughs> Johnny Polanski? You want to talk to Johnny? I, I love that one album of his. Why did you bring up Johnny Polanski? Because I saw him on stage with you once at uh, Luther's Blues in Madison. Right? Wasn't he right. on that uh, Here Comes the Zoo tour? Yeah. He was there, and that was the show that uh, Bunny Carlos came to. Right. You saw Bunny there at the show? But he Bunny didn't play with you, right? He was just at no. the show. Yeah, Bunny wasn't yeah. going to play. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, we can probably get Johnny on here. Johnny's in L.A. Um, but is he not, he's not really a lifer, right? He's not doing anything. No, is he, he is. He's still oh, doing he is. it. Uh-huh. What does he do? Um, The last time I saw him, he he was playing. He, he played a, a show at G-Man. And oh. uh, Jason Patchko was backing him up, and and Johnny's brother was playing bass. So it was good. It was good. Johnny's a great guitar player. Let's get Kid Rock and Kanye on here. Let's do a whole. <laughs> let, let's do a MAGA episode. Uber <laughs> took ten minutes. And Ted Nugent. I think they're. I think they're in an Uber. Oh, Ted Nugent. Well, we Ted Nugent, the, the trifecta. Story. Yeah, but we, we can get Ted, Kid Rock, and then Saint Clown Posse. Before oh it's too God. late. Insane Clown Posse is from Detroit, too. That's this is right. a very Detroit-centric episode. Who's Detroit. your favorite Detroit Is Electric artist? Six from Detroit? Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. I should see what they're doing. I mean, do you like, Gabe, do you like Iggy Pop better or Bob Seger? I think you know the answer to this one, but Bob Seger by far, by far, by Iggy, far, not even it's ah. not even close, not even close. Have but, you ever listened to an Iggy record ever? A record in its entirety? No, but I've heard I've heard the music. I don't hate it. I just uh, I don't have to have it in my collection. All right, what songs have you heard? Have your TV? I want to be your dog. That's the only one you've heard. That's the only Stooges song you know. Uh. That's the one I can name. Yes. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> but you should be. See, that's the thing. I know you're not ashamed, but you should be. There's a, there's 
But there's a difference. I'm the person that should be ashamed, but I'm not. See? See how that goes? Yeah, no, I know. It's like people, <laughs> it's like lawmakers in Texas. They should be ashamed, but they're not. <laughs> no, that's not equivalent. That's a false equivalence. <laughs> it's the one, it, that is the brush I am painting you with. <laughs> that's a broad brush. <laughs> Take it. If the brush fits, wear it. No, he must have quit. Did you know Come this, on. though? Back to, back, to, back to a different subject. Iron Maiden, the producer of the new Maiden album and the last few Maiden albums, also produced Silver Chair Stomp. Okay. The self titled. Self titled Record from the Crypt album. Paul What's his name? No, I'll tell you his name in a second. Put the cut oh, this part out while I'm looking him up. Mike Shirley? Oh, you don't even know. Mike Shirley. Mike Shirley? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know this. He's. Playing I with Daniel Mike, Johns? Mike Shirley, Mike Shirley did a remix of uh, Everyone Alive for us. Hold on a second here. We're, we're, we're getting pretty close to home now. Mm-hmm. I thought <laughs> that was Andy Wallace. Yeah. Andy Wallace? No, Andy Wallace never mixed anything for us. Who was I thinking of? I don't know. John and Yellow? No. Anyway, th- this guy's a big name, and he did Frog Stomp and Record from the Crypt and Iron Maiden. John Reese, Steve Harris... Daniel Jones. You think Iron Maiden doesn't have the money to pay Mike Shirley? No, no, no. I'm just surprised that the guy that did Frog Stomp is also doing Iron Maiden. I don't care who produces the album as long as it sounds good. What's Martin? Is Martin Birch dead? I think he did pass, but I think he retired before he passed because he was probably up there. Yeah. He was great. Martin Birch was great. Yes, he's got his hand in the, a lot. I think the new record sounds really good. And there was a new record. Oh, you know what sounds really good? Talk about burying the lead. New ABBA music. Holy shit. Oh, I heard those, did you, yeah. Did you ever think that was going to happen? No. I was Insane. surprised. And, and the record sounds really good. It doesn't sound dated. You know, I mean, it, it, it sounds like, you know, a good sounding record. And so uh, I heard two it. songs. One of them, I I think you're right. The other one, I was like, ooh. Yeah. You don't like the lyrics. This is, I didn't know. I didn't like the production. I was like, this is maybe they should have updated their sound a little on one of these. Oh, songs. really? No, I I thought the production was pretty good, and I I, I thought it was they're being true to themselves, but it, it didn't sound cheesy. You know, like their shit doesn't sound like Ace of Base, which Ace of Base is the Right. The Goo Goo Dolls to their replacements. That's a good um, one. I like that. Yeah, you're into that. But it, it was interesting to me that like two new records that are coming out both found a way to sound like themselves and and not sound dated. But but they're not trying to sound relevant either, which is super cool. Do they write their own stuff? Abba. Yes. Yes, Gabe. I don't know this stuff. I, I'm not. You should. Being- I should know that Abba writes their own music. That's that's something that people know. Yeah. I don't think people know that. Why? Who who, who else is going to write for Benny and Bjorn? Desmond Child. Fuck. <laughs> that guy. No way. No way. No way. Desmond's got nowhere to be. Yeah. Do you guys know who's producer David Sardi? Yeah. Orange 9mm. D. Sardi. Well, yeah, D. Sardi. What about him? 
I went to high school with him. He was in. <laughs> he was in. Uh, he was in one of these hardcore bands, uh, and I was what friends band, with him. What band I'm, was D Sardi in? I'm looking him up. David. How do you spell it? I, D. I, I think the name of his Just band look up was David Sardi. I think the name of his band was Squirm. The last time I saw his name on something was, uh, what was that David Ayers movie? Yeah, uh, night like End of Watch. Yes, and he had done something with Josh from Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, like the last song was them. Yeah, so we were good. We were pretty Hold good friends in high school. Bark Market. Yeah, Bark Market. Bark Market. He was in Bark Market. He was in yeah. Bark Market. That's crazy. Uh huh. He worked on so, Wolf Mother. So, oh. so, 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 I would go down to see Squirm in their rehearsal studios and watch them rehearse and go to the occasional show. Uh-huh. And and Dave and I hung out a lot. And then, okay, cut to twenty years later, and uh, again, my friend's band Ruth Ruth was looking for a producer for one of their albums, and they had a lunch with Dave with D Sardi. So I, I said to Dave, Dave Sardi, and so. Uh, so I said to my friend Mike, I said, "Hey, when you see Dave Sardi, tell him Ben Reiser said hello." So he did, and he came back with the story. He's like, "Dave Sardi has no idea who the fuck you are." <laughs> 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 I was like completely forgotten by Dave Sardi. So you could That's have been my... a hard. If you had gone a little deeper in it, you could have been a hardcore kid like Gabe. Yeah, yeah. This guy's got a, a ton of credits on on records. Dave, producer, mixer. I mean, he's done everything. And it kills yeah. me that Dave's more, that Gabe's more excited about Dave Sardi's credits than anything else we've talked about. Yeah, like the replacements or anybody. What was the last record that Dave Sardi worked on on his credits? There, Gabe. <sighs> no Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Holy shit! <laughs> Just an EP, a Blue Moon Rising EP. You know, my friend Ryan Hall. Loves Oasis. And uh, Daniel Marsden loves Oasis. Uh, and those two fuckers have dragged me to every High Flying Bird show, every Liam Gallagher show. Like, I've seen Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher apart more times than you've had hot meals. I mean, it's crazy. And I don't even give a fuck about... I, I totally don't give a fuck about High Flying Birds. And I... Don't give a fuck about Liam Gallagher. Oasis is great, but but you know, every time they drag me to a show, I'm like, what am I doing here? I, I don't want to be here. So Scott, what? How is the uh, the 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 writing going for this project at the end of the tour? The the movie that you're writing. The, the, uh, the- I finished a first draft, and uh, there's a part for you. Um, <laughs> what do you do after the first draft? You give it to somebody for them to give you some feedback, or I gave it to Felix, Felix, our buddy Felix, who did the uh, the Innocence video. I gave it to him to see what he thinks, and you know he'll probably come back with some notes. Yeah, you know what? I gave it to Eddie too. No one, no one's read it. No one gives a shit about this movie. <laughs> it's kind of gonna be like slacker and irreversible. And as a concert movie. Um, so, yeah. And then there's one part with Gabe in it where, you know, Gabe's playing himself. And he's he's 
counting out the money or running a credit card and then his his head goes up and you know he cocks his head to the side and listens and was like hold on and then he can hear us starting Fritz's Corner so he finishes the sale and he runs up the stairs and the camera's following him as he gets up the stairs and then he makes it in time for his entrance and he comes out and sings and then he walks away and you know and now the camera's on stage and Gabe's gone back down to sell more shirts presumably you don't know how many times that's actually happened in real life I do I saw it I saw you do it all <laughs> night long at the drive-in show yeah but that's that's that, that was kind of easy because uh, you know I don't I don't know it's to the side but at the metro at the metro you gotta go up and down the stairs you gotta go through the crowd sometimes you gotta go backstage it's gonna make it yeah. for a great scene and this is going to happen in real time as the show is going on? As the, yes, as the show is happening. So, like, if, if you're the shooting movie, this whole movie that night at the Metro, is your right. plan. So, if this wow. movie, so, when the movie goes outside to hang out with the smokers outside, you can hear the music coming from inside, but if, if, if that part of the song will be missed, you know, you won't. It won't cut back and forth. So if if it's the entire song, and they're smoking outside having a conversation about bullshit, that will be the. Part but the, of the movie. gimmick of this movie is it's going to be shot live on the scene as it's happening in real time, with multiple cameras. Well, I first of all, I don't like the word gimmick, Ben. But uh, yes, I mean, yes, <laughs> the concept. It will be. It the will be happening. Concept of this movie, and and the idea is, you know. Uh, that you, you'll follow different characters in the audience. Um, so yeah, so that's the slacker part of it. And right, but this uh, sounds like it's going to be goodbye, a lot dragon of planning with all these cast members and stuff. Like you're going to have to yes. do a lot of prep work. It will have to be. I also would think that some of the stuff can be shot later. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know I mean? Gotcha. I mean, if we can't get it all, we, we can. We could. There's no reason why we can't shoot some of these other scenes during somebody else's right. show. Right, right, right. But you know, if if, if uh, my people would get back to me with what they think about the the script. Well, here's that's another guy that I thought we'd have on the show that we haven't had on the show yet, Eddie Applebaum. Eddie. Yeah, I don't know. Do we, do we really want people to see behind the curtain with Eddie? I mean, this this <laughs> show was Eddie's idea, but I don't think Eddie likes it. Right. I don't think this. I don't think this right. show has become what Eddie <laughs> hoped it would be. You know, I think Eddie wanted something a little bit more. You know, the lifers concept of talking to lifers. I mean, that was something that he really wanted to lean on, and uh, I don't think we I don't think we lean on it as consistently as he'd like but what about the 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 I wouldn't say success but what about the uh reception I mean is it is it something he thought would happen or would it go over like a lead balloon what what, what happened I don't know maybe we should have him on here and uh, just to get an idea of what the fuck's up dude what don't you like about what we're doing I'd love to have him on just so he could lecture us about what we should be doing instead of what we are doing Right. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He. I'm sure he's got a lot to say. He's not. He's not. He's usually not at a loss for words. 
Maybe he won't want to do it. Like Wes. Fucking Wes. <laughs> hey, that Michael Shannon show that Michael was talking about on our show is now on. The one he did in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we watched three episodes. Is it on Hulu? I can't remember where it is. It is on Hulu. You got Hulu, Gabe? I do have Hulu. And speaking of Michael Shannon, I was watching him rock the tambourine on stage with you playing Cars songs last night. (laughs) Because I've been on a Cars kick. (laughs) You have been on a Cars kick. Listen, there's not a bad song on any of those best of albums. I mean, you can, I mean, I'm just saying. Even the, the whole album, but that's the whole point of best ofs. I know, but there's not I'm, a bad song on the first Cars record. The first Cars record is the best of. It is, it is. But I just I forgot that you were part of that show, and I was looking up the car stuff, and all of a sudden, here's a thing with Michael Shannon and Scott Lucas of Local H playing. Uh, you're all I got tonight. And I'm like, hold on a second, I got to watch this. So here I am. Is that watching. what it is? It was you're all I got tonight. It was that and. Uh, I don't know what other song you did. What, what else you it's do? It's all I can do. I remember doing that. I remember that came out pretty good. Maybe that was it. That was moving it. in stereo. You did that one too. You did three. I did moving in stereo. It's all I can do. There was three of them. And I did. You're all. I don't remember doing that. No, it, maybe it wasn't that one. Anyway, you know when you're going down the YouTube, you know rabbit hole, watching videos, and all of a sudden I'm watching car stuff, and here you pop up with Michael Shannon. Can't get away from me, man. <laughs> now I want to just clarify one thing. We were taught we were bad mouthing Heart Heartbeat City. Yes, and you were saying it's not for you, right. all that stuff. And I agree, Magic terrible, and uh, you might think terrible, but yes. Drive I think is a great song. Drive is a good song. It's uh, it's a little whether it needs all those. No, actually, that Britta Phillips song version that I put on last week's playlist and you put on this week's playlist is probably a better version than the Cars version. Yeah. Yeah, that that snare is terrible. And uh, I don't know. It's a good song, though. It's a really good song. Okay. It reminds me of Every Breath You Take. Like, you know, it's a good song, but it's just... Is that the band? You know what I mean. It, 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 there's something about it that, like, it it is so rep. It is such a huge car song, but it's totally not representative of them. You know, every breath you take is probably the biggest police hit. But would you play that for somebody who had never heard the Police? No. As a first song, no, definitely not. No. But I was I actually just heard every breath you take in the car yesterday, and I was like, oh god damn, I've heard this song in a long time. And it's so great. It's a great song. But that's not your, your first police yeah. jam. What do you it think was, of the police, Gabe? Hold on. It was Bye Bye Love. That's oh, the song I did Bye played. Bye Love? I think you did. Oh, that's right. I remember. I remember that part. <laughs> thinking, what do I think I, of the police? I, do that? I, I so like the police. Did, did the video that you watched of me doing Bye Bye Love, was that the video that was taken from the crowd next to Herb? And you can hear Herb singing along to <laughs> Bye Bye Love and he's louder than me and he doesn't have a microphone is that the one I don't know if it was that was the one uh, it was kind of late and I was watching the videos but I, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out I'm trying to find it now but I can't find it I don't think you guys are going to fucking make it yeah I mean, don't expect them for a long time I, I guess we don't 
really need them. I mean, we've got we've got an episode <laughs> in the bag. Well, we're or just we a put them on. This is this is part two of our waiting for series. Today we're waiting for Jeremy and uh, Ryan. Yeah, maybe we can knock out two episodes in one sitting, right? And then you know, this starts the next one. I mean, this we can't do an hour and a half of us waiting for somebody, can we? Well, I can't. I gotta leave in half hour tops, but. I can let this keep running. You guys can talk all you want. All right, we can do that. Um, he should. They should. They, they're in an Uber. They're on their way. Um, you know, we we can knock out the Jeremy stuff in about a half an hour. I mean, it's five thirty right now. You're gonna start eating at six. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Oh, eat at six. Uh oh, Gabe's gone. <laughs> Gabe Gabe's like, I've had. I've had enough of this shit. If I'm gonna have to, if I'm gonna have to do a whole other episode, I need a body break. Can we do cats now? Pack up the cats. Michael, they asked you to be in cats, right? Didn't Tom Hooper give you a call and say, "Do you want to be one of the cats?" It was between me and Judy Dench. He went the other direction. Oh yeah, but you can't, Judy Dench. Right? You know what I'm talking about? She's a cat. <laughs> everybody alright? Yeah. Turn Michael Shannon, everybody. Yeah. He could have been in cats. He turned it down. But he said, you know what? It'll never be as good as the play, so I don't want to be in the fucking movie. You fucked up, Michael. It's not the first or the last time, but this was a good one. This will be high on your list of fuck-ups. Yeah, but I got to do this show. No, no, he could have done Cats and this show. Just stop. What, what world are you people living in? All right, here we go. This is Memories or something, Thank you.
I'll be lonely 